Hi, this is Pastor Brittany Isaac from Urban Village Church, Chicago. We are a church that is bold, inclusive, and relevant. I know that many of you out there are hungry for a gospel message of healing and wholeness, a message that leads to a life transformed by Christ. I hope that this podcast does just that. And if it does, would you please consider making a financial gift that will support this gospel-inclusive ministry? You can do that by going to urbanvillagechurch.org forward slash give. Thanks so much and have a blessed day. Uh, Luke 11, 5 through 13. It'll be up on the screen, or you can use your phone or Bible, um, or close your eyes if you are an auditory learner or whatever. Okay, and he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The reading for the people of God. Thanks, Amy. Hey, y'all, how are you? This is going to be fun. Uh, my name is Brittany, and I'm the pastor here. And Josh, I want to thank you for that great testimony. It's never easy to be vulnerable, so thank you for that. Um, thank you to the band. Wasn't that fun today? Yeah. And I feel like I have a lot more thank yous, but I can't think of them right now. So we'll keep going. Uh, Let us start today with prayer. Loving God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your instruction on prayer. Open our hearts in this moment. Open our hearts as we go forth in this week to practice what we hear to embody what we learn, to be the people that you call us to be. May the words of my, med- of my heart today, what am I supposed to say? May the words of all of our hearts and the meditations of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. O oh, gracious God, you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So, uh, Back several years ago when, well, let me say I'm leading a prayer small group, and uh, one of the activities that we have to do, we have to journal every every day of the week, and one of the activities last week that we were invited to do was to journal about early experiences of prayer. And several stories came to my mind. Uh, One of them, for me, really demonstrated about the power of prayer, and I will share that with you today. When I was in elementary school, my uh, 
the, the hometown where my parents come from, there was a young man who was in a really tragic car accident. And he was rushed to the hospital, and they assumed that he would be dead. At the hospital, his con- condition was eventually stabilized, and, but he was in a coma. Doctors weren't sure if he was going to come out of the coma, and if he did come out of the coma, they weren't sure if he would ever walk again. He was immediately put on the prayer list where his mother went to church, this prayer chain, and um, where everyone was notified, and then also every week they would come together and pray for the needs of the church community. Eric continued into his coma week after week, and the church continued to pray for him week after week. About eight weeks into his um, accident, the prayer group gathered as it always had um, each week and lifted Eric's name to God. It was in that night, it was at that time, it was during the prayer meeting that um, Eric was with his mother in the hospital and he moved his hand for the first time and he slowly began to come out of his coma. It seemed like prayer made a difference. I remember um, hearing this story and then hearing my mom tell the story over and over again to her friends, uh, witnessing, sharing what it seemed that God had done in that moment, that, that uh, prayer works, that prayer changes things. I learned from that story that if we are persistent, um, week after week, day after day, if we are persistent in our prayers, God does give us, um, eventually God does respond. That's what we're asking, that's what we're talking about today, the ask of prayer, this idea of petition. Um, we, back last fall, did this sermon series, and, or not sermon series, we did a discipleship survey, and we asked people, what do you want to learn? How do you want to grow as a disciple of Jesus? And over and over again, we heard people say, I want to know more about the Bible, and I want to understand how to pray. And so we're doing this sermon series called A Way to Pray as a way um, to uh, pray. <laughs> the title says it all. Um, One, we have to take time away to pray. And two, there are ways to do that. Um, And so we want to give you instruction on one particular kind. It's called the collect. It's an ancient form of prayer. So every week we're working through a different part of this collect. So um, if you, yes, yay. Um, So uh, the first week of the series, we talked about the name and invocation of God. So all these names for God, right? Lord, Savior, Mother, Rock, Redeemer. What are other names you have for God? This is audience participation. Friend. Did I hear Redeemer? Yeah. Provider. Okay, that's it. That's all God is. Um, (laughs) And then there's remembrance. So we address God by name. And then we remember who God is, like what God has done. So what God has done in our scriptures and what God has done in our life, right? So what's God done in scripture? Created the world. Come on, guys, just open the book and there's lots of stuff. Huh? Save the Israelites. Healed people. Redeemed the world. Yes, the answer could go on and on, right? Um, So remembrance. And then today... We're looking at the petition, the ask. So sometimes these things all go together, right? Like, so we might say, 
Savior, who gave us Jesus. Help me, save me, bring me to salvation, right? Like, they're, like they can kind of sometimes go together. Or Rock, who told Peter, I don't know, like I'm just making stuff up now, but you get what I'm doing, right? So next week we're going to talk about the aspiration, do this so that we can witness to your great power. Do this so that my friend will know that you exist. Do this so that, fill in the blank, okay? So we'll do that next week, and then we'll talk about amen after that. Um, so uh, today we are looking specifically at petition. Before I go into too much detail, I have not preached for two weeks, and so I feel like I just want to say a couple things about prayer, if I can. Um, I am not certain about anything related to prayer. I feel like I still don't know fully how to pray, that God is still shaping and forming me in my prayer life. I have far more questions than I do answers about prayer. I have read scientific data that shows prayer makes a difference in hospital situations and healing. And I still don't understand, right? Um, I wonder sometimes if I'm doing it right. I uh, wonder sometimes if my one prayer from my one person makes a difference in the scheme of things. When I pray for an end to gun violence, does that really do anything? I wonder these things. Um, And the thing that I know, what I do know, and that I continue to come back to again and again is I don't have to understand it all to be present to it, right? So there's a lot of mystery in prayer. And even though I don't have all the answers, I dwell in that mystery. Even though I don't have all the formulas, I can still, you know, riff. All right? So I want to begin today with that sort of idea in mind. Because honestly, when I read the scripture passage for today, the part just before what we um, read today, the disciples are sort of saying the same thing. They, are, uh, they don't know if they're praying right. They don't know what's going on. And they say to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray the way that John taught his disciples. And in response, Jesus offers what we now call the Lord's Prayer. He says, when you pray, do it in this way. Our Father, who art in heaven, yada, yada, yada. And when he finishes the Lord's Prayer, he says, basically three thoughts on prayer. First, he tells a story. You heard that with the um, person begging, right? Then he offers some directions that explicitly say, ask, search, knock, that basically explicitly say, when you do that, you will receive, you will find, and the door will be open. It's basically saying God answers prayers. And then finally, he offers a a kind of final illustration. 
So as we focus on the ask, I have to say that this is probably the easiest part of my prayer life. I know how to ask a whole lot. Asking is, is it comes second nature. Even Anne Lamott said there's three ways to pray. Help, thanks, wow, right? Help, I got that covered. We've all prayed these prayers, right? God, please give me strength. God, please heal my friend from cancer. God, please mend my broken relationship. God, please get me that job. God, please let me be pregnant. We can ask, we can we can ask tons and tons. It comes does it come easy to you? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. The hard part, though, for me, is to figure out how God answers the ask, how God responds to the ask. And I don't always know the answer to that. And sometimes it, it, it takes time. You know, I tell this story about it took eight weeks. Sometimes it takes eight years. <laughs> Because when somebody tells me a story about how God declaratively answered prayer, like the story I told at the beginning, I hear it and I'm excited about it. And then there's also part of me that doesn't know quite how to receive it. But because, because for every prayer that has been answered like that, there's been 10 or 20 or 50 prayers where it doesn't happen, where people never wake from their coma, where people that are too young die from cancer, where a woman that, has, um, that is pregnant loses her pregnancy, right? There's too many people who have prayed fiercely and fiercely for things, and they never come into being. So what do we do with that? God seems to answer some prayers and not others. And I'm going to be real honest with you. What do we do with that? The answer is, I don't know. I don't know. That's like one of the hardest mysteries to understand, and I'm not sure that we can. I don't know. But what is comforting, what, what I do take from our scripture today, is that Jesus not only gives us permission, but tells us that we are to ask God anyway. Jesus, you know, explicitly says, ask, search, knock. Because when we know, we know that when we do these things in some way, we will find. The door will be open and we will receive. Receive. 